I think the biggest thing show notes do for us is tell us what episode we're on. If I'm being honest, <laughs> dude, that's the first. Obviously, that's the first. Whenever I'm typing them up, that's the first thing I do. I'm like, what? What episode number is this? <laughs> Hello, Clashes! I'm Gilbert Gottfried, and this is the Only Clash Podcast with your host, Hero and Wizard of Woo. Welcome to episode 37 of the Only Clash Podcast. How have you been doing, Woo? Man, I have been really good. Um, this is kind of a quick turnaround for us. It's only been like two weeks. <laughs> Yeah. To, uh, between recordings but last two weeks i've been staying super busy with work as per the usual here in the last you know um i don't know six months or so and uh just been traveling all over the place and playing clash as much as i possibly can and uh, i wish i could be more active and especially in discord when i pop in i see there's been like half conversations and i've missed out on making some memes i'm trying to make up for it though especially with um jr's uh, workout uh, progress picks, uh, trying to make up for as much as I can. But things have been good, man. Life is good. I got vacation coming up in a couple weeks. Uh, we got a lot of fun Clash stuff going on right now and a lot to talk about. Uh, how the hell have you been, man? Did, did you uh, do anything for the 4th of July? Uh, you know, our, my kids are still like, I've got a 3-year-old and a 6-year-old, and they're still kind of scared of fireworks at this point. So... I kind of watch all of our neighbors just like burn away their money, which I mean, I guess that's kind of how I feel about most fireworks. <laughs> Anyways, it's just like yeah. you're watching your dollar bills light on fire, but it's still fun too. And I definitely had a lot of fireworks when I was like 16 in that age, I was buying them all <laughs> the time and stuff. But we're like right now where we're at, it was like, yeah, we'll just watch our neighbors light them off. And my kids hate it anyways because they're too loud and they don't like it. And so, yeah, we're just kind of like, yep, that was uh, that was what happened. All right, let's go to bed. But then they're still up there till like 2 in the morning. And I'm oh, like, yeah. bro, I, I got to go to work tomorrow. And you're still dropping bombs at 2 in the morning. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, the funny thing is everybody says every year, uh, there's like a meme that goes around that always says, no one wants to watch your cell phone video of, of the fireworks that you saw this year. <laughs> and that is true. But I will say, if you're not videotaping the fireworks, then we won't get sweet videos of people burning their houses down and their neighborhood down and, and exploding in their van and back of your van. Did you see that video that was posted in Discord with like, it kind of went around on Facebook a bit where uh, they let off something in the street and it lit a whole stack of fireworks in the back of this dude's van. And it literally just blew up his entire front yard. <laughs> so I did not see that video. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I think Kat had posted that uh, in the after dark in her after dark channel. And, uh, and me and green had commented on it a few times, but yeah, like, yeah, I don't want to see your pretty firework videos, but look, if somebody burns down, if there's property damage or like you blow up a hand or something, I'm all in. So please keep recording the fireworks videos. Oh, yeah. One thing I saw was like people holding those like mortar fireworks at like 45 degree angles. Uh -huh. and they, they, they launch them into like a group of friends. Yeah. And I'm like, OK, that's that seems more fun than just launching them into the air at this point for me. Like I could watch videos like that. But like, yeah, I don't I don't think I can watch like for the thousandth time like the. You know, or even in the air, it's kind of like, oh, yep, oh, 
must be the grand finale. We're coming up on midnight, guys. Everyone's mm-hmm. up at the baseball field lighting off their scent. <laughs> yeah. Well, for the fourth, we uh, – so my wife and I kind of just hung out for the fourth. We kind of uh, – we, we went to downtown Vegas and did our best not to get shot, and we made it out. We didn't get shot. Um, and mm-hmm. But on the third, we had the grandkids with us, and we actually took them to uh, – the bull ring at Las Vegas Motor Speedway, they had a bunch of, uh, you know, kind of smaller car races, and they had what they call a, uh, a, a waterless boat race where um, they just, like, chained a bunch of boats up to the back of the cars, and they race around the track and smash into each other. Um, and, and then at the very end of the night, they had a big fireworks finale and everything. So we really kind of went just to, you know, get out of the house and, and you know, see a show and have the kids see the fireworks, and we had a really great time, and I've got a great story for uh, later for Radio Disney uh, about something that happened <laughs> uh, during the fireworks, and I, I can't wait to share that. But, uh, but yeah, man, so uh, we, got, we got big news. The big news is, and some of you guys already know this because Carl and, and C-Note have talked about it, is that um, Hero has launched the Only Clash podcast Patreon uh, and I've called this AKA let's get hero to clash live. Um, so hero, like tell everybody the details. Like uh, obviously some people have seen it in the discord. They've heard Carl and C talk about it. Uh, what are the details and what can people expect from all these tiers that they can sign up for? Well, you know, big shout out to Carl and kitten. Cause they designed all of the tiers, especially the feet tier at the end. And, <laughs> you know, and they're also helping with a lot, some of the content that we're promising there. Because obviously, you know, me and we would want to do more content. It's not something like that. It's just like our schedules conflict sometimes and I have to do a bunch of stuff. And, you know, it's just hard sometimes to get out episode week by week. But at the same time, we want to be there. We're trying different things. We might try some short term or not really term, but like short form com content there whether it's mm-hmm. like you know maybe some extra r-rated content or something on our patreon that we're just kind of <laughs> you know not really caring about or something and then uh but carl and kitten are posting an episode it seems like they're going to be posting an episode a week on there and we're also going to get some bases if anyone wants to sign up too to be able to share with you guys. They're not going to be like a ton of bases, but there'll be a couple in there. So definitely, you know, if you think it's worth your while, definitely sign up because we have, you know, there there's like five tiers. There's like a $3 tier, $5 tier, which I think are like the going to be the most popular tiers, but there's also some bigger ones. We have a $100 tier. And let me tell you, if anyone pledges to this $100 tier, I will, I'll do whatever is on there. But I know you guys just want super feet pictures. So that's what I promised in the $100 tier. That's what I'm going to stick with. So I'll, I'll, shave, you... I'll shave them, paint them, whatever you want. Let's just be honest. Once it gets above $20 a month, it basically becomes OnlyFans, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, we gotta, we're just working the game, man. At this point, it's like we're just trying to get 
get on that OnlyFans hype, you know? <laughs> Tino, it's got the best feet in C to J. How about we make that best feet in the world and get him on that tier list, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I, that might all, we might just need like a teaser. We, we might need to dig up some pictures and put some teasers out there to be like, hey, you know, take the, take the picture, pixelate it just enough, and then say, hey, this is what you can expect, like $100 tier, tier level, and this gets unpixelated. You know, you got to <laughs> you got <laughs> you got to tease them a little bit. And yeah, uh Kat's pointing out I think C still has uh blue nail polish on and C did say he still has a little blue nail polish on the big toe. So, you know, that th- that could be a big reveal. That could be a big reveal for that $100 tier. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I want to shout out everyone who's uh you know, Patreon us so far. We got E4. We got Tig Loco from Dirty Gemmers, my boy. You got Ooh. Carl. He says the C to J podcast. So I'm assuming that's like maybe a Carl and Kitten bundle because also C Note subscribe too. So I'm not sure what that's all oh, about. Yeah. If they're separate now. <laughs> <laughs> then we got Eden. And I don't know much about her, but she's probably my sister actually. And then Tip Dog 20. <laughs> right that's, on. That's. My personal trainer, you guys know I've lost like 10 pounds with Tip Dog in the number yeah. one spot. Then we got Wizard of Woo, you dirty dog, JR Sniffenhoff. <laughs> JR Sniffenhoff. Yeah, that's funny because when uh, that was one of, that was one of my uh, my Google profile names, JR Sniffenhoff. And when I signed up for Carl's uh, and C's um, Patreon, he goes, hey, JR, did you sign up for our Patreon? Because I got somebody named JR who just signed up. I'm like, ah, that, that ain't JR. That's me, buddy. <laughs> I'm JR Sniffing Huff. <laughs> that's funny. I looked at the email and I was like, oh, yeah, that's woo. <laughs> <laughs> and JR is, I'm a Beastie Boys fan. So JR is short for Johnny Rial, if anybody doesn't want to know. Uh, okay. It's Johnny Rial. That's, that's one of my pseudonyms. I love to use that name when I'm online. Um, yeah, so everybody go check out the Patreon. Uh, Hero has already been posting some pics, no feet yet. Um, and, uh, it, you know, obviously it's for a good cause. There's going to be some really cool, um, you know, really cool content. We got a lot of ideas that we're kicking around. And uh, obviously, you know, there's going to be contributions outside of me and Hero. So, you know, even if you're not a fan of us, you might get to hear from other people uh, that uh, extra content from people maybe you already hear from. And maybe some people that you never get to hear from uh, might be uh, invited on there to provide some content. So we're definitely trying to do some different things with it. And I'm excited about it. And like I said, anything to get Hero uh, face-to-face with uh, all of us is worth it to me. So, uh, yeah, go check out the Patreon. Yes. It's super awesome that everyone was so supportive about it. And yeah, definitely, you know, I'm, I was super excited to start it. I'm still super excited. We've got tons of ideas for stuff to, you know, little kickbacks and forth. You know, if Green Arrow doesn't want to come on the podcast, maybe he'll come on the Patreon. Who knows? <laughs> and Carl's saying that you, you've already outdone him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean listen let's be honest 
Carl is not doing Patreon anymore because the IRS started knocking on his door. <laughs> so he can be as modest as he wants, but literally John Law, IRS, they were like, hey, excuse me, sir, we're going to need some, we need some documents. You're going to have to fill out some extra forms this year. And he was like, I'm out. This is all for hero. <laughs> oh, me? No. All right. So uh, next thing. We got a big Legends War coming up in August in C2J. So um, there's been a lot of signups already. There's still plenty of time to sign up. Uh, and uh, if you're not in Legends now, but you're, you know, an ambitious player, no matter the Town Hall level. I know we've seen Town Halls all the way down in, you know, I don't know, Town Hall 8s in Legends. If you're an ambitious player at any Town Hall level, and you'd like to push to Legends, and then at the end of the season in August, come hang out with uh, everybody that signed up for this war. We're going to see how high we can get either Crystal to join, or it might be a different clan. We're not going to, you know, we're not 100% sure. We might end up using Crystal to join. Uh, but everybody that signed up will be able to pop over into, into whatever clan we uh, designate. We're going to see how high up in Australia we can get the uh, crew ranked, because this is uh, Green Arrow's idea. It's Green Arrow's war and uh we're gonna push ourselves all the way up in australia and then we're gonna do a big 50 v 50 um i hope you know if we get 50 people to sign up then that'd be great if we don't get 50 people to sign up then we'll take some other people that maybe just want to come over that you know might not have pushed but uh come over the to uh the discord server look for that um trophy push uh what's the channel what's the channel called in the server it's called the i'm gonna look at it right now No, wasn't that one? Uh, August, yeah, August trophy, trophy push, push August. August trophy push channel and sign up in there. And uh, Carl's been updating the roster as people sign up. So, <laughs> so uh, get your uh, get your name on the list, and we're gonna have fun. And listen, Legends is five thousand cups or over. So, you know, even if you're at like five thousand and one, we're good. Like, you know, you don't have to push that much. You don't have to go super try hard, but It'd be really cool to see uh, how many cups we can really get. Yeah, and everybody's quitting these days anyway, so I think we could probably get top five. <laughs> Even if we just have some 5K boys in the club, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Everybody, <laughs> Everybody's quitting. Everybody's quitting. Is <laughs> what? Uh... I mean, there's, there's a few people quitting. <laughs> oh, yeah? Is this, is, this, is this class drama? Is this... Are we I mean, I think drama? a little bit. Yeah, this is we're into class drama. Okay, so uh, what are players quitting over, Hero? Well, I think that there's, you know, honestly, I'm not a big, I've never been a big, like, political guy or anything like that. I've always, you know, I've I, honestly, like, I'm 30-something years old, and I've never even voted in my life, so never been real big into politics at all mm -hmm. but it's always interesting when you watch like politics and stuff like that kind of mm -hmm. shape a game that you're playing or shape mm -hmm. something else that you wouldn't really normally even like my coworkers, a lot of times sometimes like during different seasons or during different things that happen they all of a sudden become like different people because they're just like <laughs> oh you know this is this and this is this and i've i've never really subscribed to any of it 
Yeah. And a, a lot of it has to do with just the way I was raised. And, you know, then that's, then that's fine with me. I'm not, you know, I, I'm happy with the way I am. But to me, it does seem super crazy when, you know, when people like take this like hard line or stand against different things. And I'm like, oh, what? I thought we were just playing Clash of Clans here. I didn't realize we were trying to make a statement. And, yeah, you know, and I love a lot of the, you know, I love Tribe of Judah. I love Catfish. Got a lot of love for them. But, you know, at the same time, it does make me kind of scratch my head sometimes when, you know, they're saying, oh, now they're going to quit because of this or that. And I don't really want to get into it because I know there's probably a lot of people that have different feelings. And mm-hmm. that's what the world is all about right like we're all we all have different feelings we all have different personalities we all have you know different ways that we were brought up in life so Mm -hmm. and it's not necessarily a bad thing it's just we're all different yeah what kind of affects me is when people like draw those lines in the sand and they're just like okay no this is where i have to stop or whatever and you know and it does kind of bum me out because those are people that i really you know kind of look up to and and love like i said and appreciate it just to me there's some you know there's some things that just aren't uh, nobody's going to be happy at the outcome of certain issues and so we shouldn't try and make it about ourselves I guess, if that makes any sense. I I think that's pretty well said. I mean, I think it's important that, you know, like you said, you know, Clash isn't really a political type game or religious, if you want to take that line as well, because I know a lot of times politics and and religion uh, cross over. And we're literally talking about two things that like there's three things you're not allowed, you're not supposed to talk about. And we're talking about two of them right now. Um, But uh, (laughs) You know, I, you know, there's been a lot of stuff, you know, as, as uh, if you've paid attention to anything happening in the world is that political wise, um, there's always going to be, you know, somebody upset because a company company did a thing, right? Because what we're really talking about right. here is people not playing the game, not because they don't like the, you know, from what from you know from what they might might be saying, it's not because they don't like the game or have fun with the game or have fun with the community affected with the game. Um, it's because the company is doing a thing, and they're like, I can't support this company anymore, and that happens a lot. I mean, obviously, there's really crappy companies out there that people hate to deal with just because, like, you know, they they rip people off or their customer service is trash or you know they're scamming people or you know they've treated you personally poorly in the past but then then it gets in the political realm where it's like oh you know nike supported so and so and now i don't like that person and then they gave him a deal so i'm not going to buy nike or this sports league is doing painting such and such on their court or their field or their whatever and so now i'm not going to watch that anymore and, and and people do that kind of stuff all the time so this is just kind of like a cascading down of that so i mean there's a a part of me that understands um, part of that because I, I feel like, you know, it's your personal choice where you spend your entertainment dollar. Okay. And where you spend your entertainment time. And if you go, Hey, I'm not going to go see that movie because I don't like the actor that's in it. You know, I mean, I don't think anybody would, um, 
would blame anyone for saying like I'm I'm not going to watch those old Harvey Weinstein <laughs> produced movies anymore. You know, it's like you know I I feel like there's there is a line somewhere for most people, and uh, obviously it's up to everyone to kind of set a line. Um, I just feel like there's a you get to a certain point to where, you know, if you look for something, if you look for something to be offended over, you're gonna find it. Uh, you're always going to find what you're looking for. And um, I don't think that um, I don't think that there's a company out there in the world, honestly, that probably hasn't scammed someone or treated someone poorly or done something bad to the environment or, you know, treated a marginalized group poorly. Like you're not going to find a company out there some that you can't, you know, dip, you know, whatever your poison, you know, pick your poison. You're every single company out there has taken advantage of someone at some point. <laughs> And uh, and done something untoward at some point, and so I feel like if you're looking for a reason um, to to you know be mad or not like the company, I mean, let's just you know, Supercell right now, they're in cahoots with some shady people, like you know, they're majority owned right now by Tencent, and all you got to do is look into that a little bit, and you might not be happy with what you what, with what you find out, and you know, some of the other things that have happened in the game recently with China being migrated to his own server. That was 100% political in the game. Uh, Russian and Belarusian players being banned, that was 100% political. Flags being taken out, 100% political. So there's a lot of lines that, you know, for other people maybe could have already been crossed, depending on how you feel about human rights and, um, you know, uh, how, how countries treat certain people, whatever. Um, you know, or, or if, if a, an entire nation of people should be held to account because of what their leaders do. Uh, so, you know, th there's a lot of things, that, decisions that have been made of how the game has been managed that you could find to be not very friendly to certain groups of people. And so when it kind of comes around to you, now it's like, oh, well, now they're not being friendly to me. Um, you know, maybe that's where people just go, all right, well, now I'm done. But I, I think that, you know, you know, it, in, in my world, I've dealt with a lot of people who are just like not fun to be around. And I feel like if you've surrounded yourself with a community of people that you like to be around, it, it kind of shouldn't matter. It kind of shouldn't matter. Um, because you make a, if you, if you're really about making a positive impact on other people's lives, um, walking away from all of the people that you have that positive impact on might be worse for them than it is better for you to walk away. And, you know, I'm not trying to convince anybody of anything, honestly. Um, but like you said, it's just kind of an it's kind of an interesting way to find a place to draw a line. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's no in, you know, I think you had some great points. And yeah. And, and, and listen, I, I don't want anybody if people want to quit. Um, I don't want to keep anybody around that doesn't want to play because it's always more fun. I always say I want to be around the people who want to be around me. So oh, yeah. it's all it's always more fun to, to to play with people who are into it and they have a little bit of energy and you can bounce it off of each other. And if somebody's like begrudging and but still going through and with emotions, uh, then that's not fun. Like you end up bringing people down. So if people want to walk away, by all means, do it. I just feel like, um, you know, anybody who's thinking of quitting, not because they're not having fun and not because they don't like the community, but because there's some kind of you know political belief or religious belief that's keeping them from playing 
then um, maybe think about the community. Maybe think about the people that you're playing with and, um, you know, the fun that you're having um, rather than kind of like, you know, I don't know, putting your foot down uh, and making oh, a statement. But, but listen, more think, power to you. More power to yeah, you. Definitely. I think that was what uh, was kind of rubbing me the wrong way, I guess. is, And, you know, I'm, you know, I'm not saying I'm right or correct at oh, by yeah, any for sure. stretch, but it does either, seem like I'm stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it does seem like sometimes like it, it's used as an excuse. It's like, oh, now because of this, we're just going to quit. And it was like, well, I mean, come on. Like, it feels like, you know, it feels like that was like every, you know, a few people wanted to quit anyways. And they're just kind of using that as a scapegoat. And that was kind of what rubbed me the wrong way more than anything else. Yeah, I mean, and that's and that's not uncommon. I'm sure. I'm sure there's plenty of people who finished last in their fantasy football league that quit football altogether for political reasons. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. You know, it's like, ah, I'm not doing it next year. All this politics in my sports league, I can't do it. Like, oh, okay, I guess we're going to have to find somebody else to finish 16th in the league. Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure, so. politics, sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> so... Uh, so uh, uh, I guess you know we might as well keep the ball rolling with the class drama. Yeah, let's um, do it. We don't we don't we don't really have to mention any names here, but um, something was brought to my attention. Uh, first of all, let, let me just preface this by saying this: um, I want everyone to know that uh, Twitter, okay, is not the real world, and uh, I myself am not on Twitter. But here's a couple indicators that Twitter's not the real world. Number one, um, if you've been following any of the Elon Musk and Twitter stuff, obviously there was a big story today that he's actually withdrawing his offer to buy it. Um, but if, you're, if you've been following any of that stuff, you know that one of the uh, contentions that Elon had with Twitter was that there were so many fake accounts, botted accounts, completely fictitious accounts, and he had thrown out this idea that he wanted to make you know Twitter verification more readily available for actual real people, and make sure that the the base of people on Twitter was you know actual real people. Um, so if you need to know that Twitter is not the real world, point number one is there's there's like uh, there's some numbers out there that say like up to thirty percent of Twitter is fake account, like just completely fake accounts. The second way that you know that Twitter isn't real is that there are people who literally run like parody accounts, okay? They run accounts that, you know, uh, the entire purpose of the account is to create comedy and make fun of other people and uh, poke at other people and, you know, show the extremes of every argument and, and literally create parody. And so it's like, you can't, you know, you've ever, you've heard that phrase, someone ate the onion. Um, and this comes from when, you know, the famous um, parody news site, The Onion, posts a story and then your aunt from like 2000 miles away posts an angry reply to it because they literally think that the story is real when they don't understand that the whole thing is a parody. And it's like so that's there's a lot of that on Twitter where people are just trying to get people to eat the onion. They're just trying to make a crazy statement and, and get a reaction out of people. So. First of all, that's my catchphrase. Carl loves it. First of all, Twitter isn't real life. Um, 
So I kind of take what people do on Twitter with a complete grain of salt. But something was put, pointed out to me that I was not aware of because I'm not on Twitter. I like to live in the real world and the Discord world, but mostly in the real world. Uh, that um, there's a certain uh, prominent Clash streamer that was being roasted, roasted, trolled, um, being made fun of, you know, jokes and laughs at their expense. And they didn't take too kindly to it. Um, and they started posting um, screenshots of tweets that were being sent, screenshots of conversations happening in Discord servers about them, making fun of them, making jokes about them. And essentially, they were calling out, calling out to the community and saying, do you think this behavior is acceptable? Um, and the, you know, some of the people that were uh, posting and poking at this uh, streamer and posting these things and laughing and reacting positively to these things are people that are in pro teams that have golden tickets or chances at golden tickets or, you know, chances to play in the world finals. And so there was a, a, a bit of a discussion in the community about what's appropriate behavior, what, you know, when should people speak up and say this, this isn't okay. Um, and, uh, you know, who's responsible to, to, to sort all this out. Um, so what's your take on this hero? I, I mean, I have a take, uh, I said a little bit in my own little channel about what I think, but I, I want to hear what you have to say about this whole situation. I think there's like, I mean, it's, it's crazy. Like the fact that, uh, you know, all of those things are happening. It just seems like super ridiculous. You know, if you don't like someone, that's fine. You don't have to tweet at them or, and, you know, start all this drama saying how, you know, as far as like shade outs go, we do shade outs because of how much, you know, we enjoy someone's company. They're mostly yeah. from a place of love. It's like 100%. one out of every 10 shade outs is from like an <laughs> actual shade, you know, and yeah. I think I think it's crazy. But what's even more crazy is to then kind of like call the trolls out. Like when you feed the trolls, like you always say, like nothing good can become of it so if, mm -hmm. like somebody's like you know keeping track of all that stuff and then being like oh no it was this person this person and this person they're you know mentioning all their orgs like it makes a huge difference especially on them and stuff too not saying that that's right like you should never harass someone like that either like it's not Especially if they're just ganging up. Like, it's just right. crazy. But at the same time, it's, it, you know, it's hard to see it from the other way, too. Because you don't want to just, like, call someone out and then, you know, if, liking a tweet is a lot different than being like, okay, I'm going <laughs> to sign my name at the bottom of this or something, you know? Uh, yeah. Liking, the, so, yeah. So, first of all, the tweet that was in question uh, was a joke about a, a, what I took it to mean was a personal appearance. And, you know, when it, in the, um, in the different levels of comedy jokes about personal appearance are in the fucking sub basement. Okay. Like they're not, they're not like high minded. They're not super funny. Uh, I don't really think people deserve to be made fun of for the way they look unless there's something relevant about what they're doing or saying where their looks are actually relevant. Okay. Um, other than that, I don't think people really deserve to be made fun of for the way that they look. 
But, um, but like, you know, you're a streamer, you're put in the public eye, Supercell pumps you up, Supercell flies you around the world and has you do events for them. You know, you're going to have detractors. I mean, look, I like, there are people who have in the past on, on streams literally screamed their head off the entire stream. And we've all laughed at them. I've never seen us. I've never seen someone link a Twitter thread where that person has like gone after the haters who are like, this, this person needs to stop screaming. Like, yes, it's, it's a hot take. Like that's what people are going to say. They're going to either like you or not like you. And if all you do is focus on the negative people, um, it, it really is the Streisand effect. And, um, you know, and I said this, uh, you know, on, on my channel when this discussion came up was, you know, the Streisand effect, you people probably all know about it, but it essentially comes from um, a, a news agency was taking pictures of in, the, in Malibu, California, of the eroding coastline. And Barbara Streisand's house was included in the pictures. No one knew it was Barbara Streisand's house. Barbara Streisand then went on a media blast trying to take get the picture removed from the internet because she didn't want to, want people to know it was her house. And then what ended up happening? Everyone started sharing the picture saying, oh, look, now we know this is Barbara Streisand's house. And then people started showing up at her house taking pictures because she didn't want it to happen. Uh, so it's this thing where it's like the thing that you don't want to happen happens specifically because you're so loud about what you don't want to happen. And I feel like this is one of those things. A streamer that that is streaming specifically for Supercell you have a person to talk to. You cannot tell me that you don't have a person to talk to. There are things that are that you can talk to the community about, but this is something, if it truly bothers you, um, that you could talk to someone that you know at Supercell about the issue, that you don't have to bring it out to the community. Because I feel like when you bring it out to the community, number one, you're calling attention to something that probably everyone would have ignored. So the, so the haters now have something to glom onto and like and repost because you know what what trolls want is a negative reaction they feed off of a negative reaction so when you negatively react they're going to do it more the more attention they get the more they're going to do um so literally you prop this 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 tweet up and these people up that like the tweet and and everyone that thinks it's funny to see you react and and you know the way that you do are going to continue to do that because now they know they can basically pull on you like a puppet on a string anytime they want and watch you squirm uh and watch you uh and watch you freak out uh about you know what people are posting about you yeah, so yeah so it's like you're calling attention to something and i know that the thought process here is well, it's not just a random person doing this. This is someone who with status in the community. This is someone who plays on a pro team who is gonna, who, who maybe I have to stream for, and now I'm uncomfortable streaming. So I got news for you. No one is forcing anyone to stream uh, Supercell Clash of Clans events. If you've got a contract that says you have to do it, then break your contract if you're so uncomfortable. If you have a contract that says you have to do it and you're, and you're uncomfortable and you don't want to break the contract, then go to Supercell directly and say, here's what I'm not comfortable doing, and I don't think it's right for you to, to, to have me do this in this way. There's a person to talk to. To go out to the community and say, now look at what I have to do. This person has made fun of me and made me uncomfortable and has tried to bully me or whatever it might be, troll me, whatever, and now I have to go stream one of their events. Isn't this terrible? I feel like that's so disingenuous. A person who genuinely yeah. feels terrible would not put it out there to the community like that I feel like that's someone who's trying to be a martyr. That's someone who's trying to get sympathy. 
that's someone who's trying to basically drum up a crowd of people with pitchforks, um, you know, people who are their supporters on their side. You're doing the same thing that the person you don't like is doing. You're just you just think you're justified. You just think your reasons are whole, you know wholly just uh, because you're taking a bad actor out of the uh, out of the equation. And I think it's you know it, if if the response to why do you have the stream is well I'm a professional, then I think it's extremely unprofessional to air your dirty laundry about the people you have quote unquote professional relationships with on Twitter. I think if you really had a problem with that, you should go directly to Supercell and work it out that way and not try to drum up a mob of people with pitchforks and 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 basically tell Supercell on Twitter this person should, you know, this whole clan, this person should yeah. be eligible because of the way they treated me personally. Um so I you know, should players be banned? What do you think? Should players be banned from competitive play from offline? Like out of out of the game. When I say offline, I mean out of the game type of behavior. No, I don't think so. I think that there's definitely some warnings and stuff that should be in place for something like that. Like if somebody's being like super, like you know, kind of like cat toxic to someone else. Like <laughs> yeah, they could, they mm. could, you know, that might warrant like a little slap on the wrist and be like, hey, stop doing that. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, and do you think that, um, you know, if if you were, if you were streaming, let's say you were you were a popular streamer like Carl, and uh, do you think you should be forced to stream for people who you feel like have targeted you or bullied you, or made fun of you? Do you think you should be forced to do that? I mean, no. I yeah. I think it's it's completely up to you at this point. Like, mm -hmm. no. You don't have to deal with something like that. Like, you know, that's your call. Right. Yeah. And so I feel like the situation was very small and, um, you know, uh, it, it, it turned into something bigger than it probably should have been because of the airing of all the dirty laundry. I just think it was handled extremely poorly. Um, and, you know, I don't really want to comment about other things that have surrounded uh, the same person because it, it seems like it's not the same rodeo here. It's not the first rodeo for this person going down the path of kind of like, you know, um, oh, yeah. Definitely. being negative about people who maybe have criticism for him, whether it's a stupid joke that really isn't that funny. Honestly, it's, it's not, yeah. it really wasn't that funny of a joke, but now it's going to turn in. Now it's going to turn into a meme though. <laughs> and then at the same time, like, you know, people are just going to still like, make fun of different aspects too like you can't expect perfection out of the internet you know that was, and that's why i say twitter is not the real world like you know if someone came up to your face and said hey you're ugly i don't like the way you look or you know whatever it is that's a different situation than just some person on twitter no matter what their status is in your group uh, of people that you associate with saying something negative about you. I mean, to me, the proper response to handle trolls is to not give them what they want. Uh, and if what they want is a negative reaction, then what you do is either A, ignore them, or B, laugh. That's it. Don't take yourself so seriously and move on. Um, the last thing that you want to do <laughs> when they say don't feed the trolls, uh, two things. Number one, 
give them a platform that they formerly did not have. Uh, or number two, um, be so angry that it literally fills them with joy because they, they know they struck a nerve and got to you. And I feel like this person did exactly what you don't do um, when you're being trolled. Oh, 100%. I mean, they, you know, I mean, it. either way, it's not necessarily like a great, you know, result or anything, but you're absolutely right. Like, they kind of fed into the hand or whatever. I think Kat said it pretty good. All the pro players are barely 16 to 20 years old. At that, at that age, they feed off of this stuff, and the person fed the trolls. 100%. Yeah, yeah. she said it very well. And I and, and I thought I was thinking the same thing. Like, how old is the person who makes a joke? But like I said, the joke wasn't even that funny. It wasn't even that well placed. It was just it exactly. just struck the right nerve, and and this person just flipped out. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, think think about all the Pepe stuff that we troll Cino with. I mean, this guy could have a case in federal court against us at this point. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> yeah, he could totally be like. I have trauma when it comes to <laughs> he's got you know he's got Pepe Pepe PTSD. <laughs> Pepe Super Saiyan really triggers him or what you know, and it's just like that's what people latch on to anyways. You can't expect. Yeah. So uh fun fun situation. It was fun for me to think about. In fact, it 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 kind of brought me back and I might've even mentioned this. I don't know what chat I might've mentioned this in, but um, I mentioned a writer for the Washington post named Felicia Somnez. And um, essentially she was mad because um, one of her uh, colleagues at the Washington post retweeted a joke on Twitter. And the joke was this, every woman is bi. It's either bi they're either bipolar or bisexual. And uh, and that was the joke. That was it. And she was offended by that. And, uh, okay, you have a right. You know, you have a right to be offended, whatever. Uh, and so the guy, you know, she called the guy out on Twitter. And he said, uh, <laughs> and he said, uh, okay, I'm really sorry. I've deleted the tweet. And But then she just dug her heels in. And she was like, okay, now I'm going to management. And now I'm going to complain about this. And then this other person. And then this other person tweeted something a year ago that I didn't like. And then this, and then this, and then this. And eventually she got fired. And, you know, the point I kind of made when we were discussing this uh, in Discord was, you know, there's a way to be right um, in that, uh, that still turns people against you. You can still be right and turn people against you. And, um, you know, I don't know if it's that whole punching up and punching down thing. I don't know if that applies. I, I kind of hate that whole discussion. I think funny is funny. Well, but, uh, I mean, I think if you look at, and maybe this is a bad example, but think about Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard. Like, she, she, you know, they went back and forth really hard, and everyone sided with Johnny, but I think there's still at least a 10% of the club that would be like, okay, you know, yeah, Johnny was a crackhead and stuff. <laughs> and you know, she would have had more support, I think, if she would have went about it a different way. And I think that kind of, you know, there's two sides to every story, no matter how you look at it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's, 
you know, it's just something we have to accept. Like, not everyone's going to feel the same way. And there's different things that, like, trigger different people, bigger sort of, like, you know, mountains that we look at and stuff like that. So I think that, you know, I, you know, I obviously I was totally team Johnny the whole way. But, you know, there's part of me that was like, if she would have acted just a little bit humbler, I would have been a lot more on the other side kind of a deal. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and now you've opened up, um, you've opened up the uh, Amber Heard discussion in live podcast commentary. So once again, completely, com- completely off the rails. <laughs> I always try to get people to talk to me about it. And they were just like, nah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, so you know, we'll see. I, I mean, I kind of stopped following the whole thing because I just felt like it was just devolving. You know, once it got to the point to where they're posting screenshots of people who are liking tweets, I'm like, okay, this is clearly I mean, now that they're, they're living they're living rent free in your head now. It's completely over. You're consumed oh, by this. If yeah. you looked so, at my like thoughts, uh I'm pretty sure everyone would have <laughs> Block to me by now. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm, I, I've got a lot of love in my heart, but I also got a lot of sadistic thoughts in my mind. You know, it's like <laughs> there's no way. Like, you know, I'm best friends with Nob. How how dare you? Right. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Well. um you know, we'll tie a little bow on that. Listen, both of these things, uh, you know, obviously we had some class drama to uh, to cover uh, this week, this time around. But, you know, if there's any meaningful updates to either of these things, we'll be happy to discuss it again because it's, uh, you know, it's, it's if nothing else, it's interesting and fun to talk about because I feel like it's a very nuanced situation on both sides. And that usually makes for, for good conversation. Uh, so the next thing is, man, we are having one kind of a week in CWL, especially in Crystal to join. Um, all of the gloom and doomers every single um, every single month in CWL had to kind of go on hiatus uh, because we started CWL week with quite the win streak. I think we actually won our first four four wars right in a row. And I think mm-hmm. last time we were talking with Knob, I couldn't even remember the first time we won our first war in CWL since we've been up in champs. And so... We've absolutely, absolutely been killing it this week, and there is a little bit of a controversy on war number five that we did lose on percentage. It's very close. Um, but, yeah, man, what, what do you think about what's been going on in C2J this week in Champs 3? I got to say, man, like, uh, I don't think we were hunted. Like, I feel like that's, like, a super <laughs> strong you know sort of a thing that could happen but at the same time it is super like flat earth theory like there is no way like these guys that we faced and actually lost against i mean they're on number six right now Mm -hmm. and this was our best war i mean our best war so far we had so many triples everyone was super just like pumped about it like hell yeah Mm -hmm. You know, get some more, Carl, get some more. And somehow we lost. Mm-hmm. And it it does feel, like, super bad because they had 
and looking from the actual like you know CWL lineup, this was their best war. I mean, yeah. they apparently they just decided to show up against us, which <laughs> is like super bad because it, it's like you know I feel like if we would have won this war, we're definitely gonna promote. But now we gotta keep putting them up, otherwise we're done. Yeah. So uh, so we we kind of battled, you know, as, as the league has shaken out this week, we kind of battled for the lower clans in the early part of the week, um, and then our fifth war, like you were just saying, you know, Carl had this feeling that we were targeted and that we were maybe hunted. I. I'm with you. I don't really think it was a hunting situation, but I do think there's something weird. There was something weird going on with that fifth war um, because I was online when this other clan got all of their, like I, I'd say 80% of their attacks in. They did like 10 attacks in about 30 to 40 minutes. And it was just one right after the other. And some of them were like overlapping just slightly. And when I would pop in to watch a live attack, I could see a few people on our side that were kind of, you know, online at the time and following along, and we were talking about how they were doing in clan chat, but there was no one spectating on the other clan side. And I felt like that was super weird that they could get in, you know, 10 attacks in like 40 minutes and no one was spectating. So, you know, to me, there was only two things that there two reasons that can happen. Number one, it's one guy with all those accounts and obviously he can't uh-huh. spectate himself. <laughs> or number two, they're all sitting in the same freaking room and they're just like they're just watching the guy rather than being uh, yeah. like being, you know, like watching him live on his own device rather than like, uh, you know, watching through the game if they're trying to spot each other or whatever. So that was just kind of weird. And then the very next war they had was against one of the top two or three clans. And they uh, and they ended up not even using all their attacks. So they had they went from having their best war in beating a team that was in I don't think we were in like second or third place at the time to literally missing three attacks and giving up the war to the team that was in first place. So I and, and it wasn't even like okay we're not doing our last three attacks because we're out of it. I think they lost by seven stars or something and they still had three attacks left. Uh, it was something it was something close like that. I think it was uh, yeah something That's something horrible. like that. So. Yeah, or I think they lost by eight stars, and they had three attacks left. So a, a two, a two, and a triple, and they would have tied, and it was down to percent. So, yeah, and, and Carl's just pointing out they had a big triple rate with only 12 attacks left, and that's true. So it wasn't even like they were out of it. So it was a little fishy. It definitely was fishy. So I I can appreciate – I think Carl's just looking out for us. I think Carl's trying to yeah. find us. No, I, you know, I'll, I'll go with the fishy thing too. I yeah, think it, it was just a little bit too much. <laughs> I, Carl Carl watches so much DC that he's looking for an arch nemesis. <laughs> he wants he wants an arch nemesis so bad. Anytime anytime we feel slighted or anything, he's like hunted, hunted. He's trying to find that that nemesis. He's trying to find his his Joker his Joker to his Batman. <laughs> oh, that dirty dog. Um, okay, so you know we're, we're still doing well. We've got two. We're we're in the middle of war number six. We've got war number seven. We're literally, I think we're we're right in the middle of it, right in like third place or so, and we're battling the top two clans. The last two wars. So if we how win have these, you been doing it, man? I think you've been 
dropping some triples. And I got okay. Yeah, first, no. of all, <laughs> first of all, uh, as Carl loves to quote me on, uh, <laughs> I had a I had a slump buster. So I think in I don't know if it was War two or three. I got a triple, and uh, I've been using this Blizzard Hydra attack. So. Uh, I got uh, a triple. You joined like... the dark side. It's okay. <laughs> I already said I gotta make stepdaddy hero proud. Okay, uh, so I got I, I started doing the blizzarding, and I did it for a good reason. But uh, I started doing the blizzarding, so I got a triple in like war two or three, and it was like the bottom base. It was like base fifteen, and it had like town hall twelve walls and some defenses that weren't fully upgraded, and I got it done. And uh, E was in chat, and he was like, man, good hit. I'm like, yeah, I was a baby base, but, you know, I needed a salt buster. And he's like, I got to get me one of those. And lo and behold, like one or two wars later, the man hit, like, down near the bottom and got himself a triple. And so more power to you, E. Like, uh, we need those triples, oh. and especially for, for, you know, we got those guys that constantly camp at the top of the clan. You know, you got your Carls, you got your heroes, you got your Agent 52s. Uh, you you know, and every once in a while, you know, they got your knobs and your hammers. You never ex magic wet dragons exactly. Um, these guys are like always at that top, you know, top five to seven, you know. And every once in a while, some of us other guys pop in there and kind of interlope with the top of the clan. And and that's what we need. We need guys, you know, to come in and be like, man, I'm in a slump. Get that triple. Get a little, you know, throw that unexpected triple in there. Um, get a little bit of confidence. And so, you know, if you got to hit one for a slump buster, everybody's had to hit a slump buster once or once or twice <laughs> in their uh, in their in their life. So, oh, yeah. uh, Carl saying it was a dip. I said it. I said, hey, you know, that was dirty work. Okay, that was dirty work, but you know, it had to be done, and I'm happy to have it. But today, I got a legit triple uh, on an actual base, so it wasn't the absolute bottom of the map, and uh, and obviously, it's a it's a you know, big war for us to win. So, um, <laughs> and, uh, so, so I'm happy to have that, but dude, you've been absolutely killing it. Like you, you're running two accounts in C2J right now. Uh, oh, not as good as Carl. Actually. I feel like it's one of my better CWLs, but then all of a sudden when you look at the stars and everything, Carl is actually dropping down on top and slapping us because he's got both Carl and Dipsiety as mm -hmm. number one and number two. So, I mean, I appreciate it. I love it. And, you know, leave. <laughs> it's, you know, it's, it's super, it's super hard to like when it comes to a lot of like, battles especially up here in champs like there's no there's no easy bases no. it's just like one day you know carl might like the bases one day i might like the bases today was the first day i actually got a six pack carl Hell had yeah. two six packs in a row and he was killing it and he still yeah. is i'm not saying that it's just like <laughs> you know there's there's definitely like a uh you know a switch in bases day mm -hmm. by day and you kind of have to deal with it uh and listen i'll tell you right now i've said it before 
it's every single every single CWL is always super close. They always are. I we've I don't yeah. think we've ever been completely blown out in a single day in CWL. You know, if we lose by two or three, uh, that that's about as bad as it gets for us. Honestly, it's like a three star loss or something. Um, yeah. So it all comes down to those bonus stars winning those close wars, and we've just been fortunate enough to to you know have some great hits this week and win some of these close wars on percent or close on stars and put us in a position to where we could actually win the, win the league and promote, um, you know, it's going to come down to these last two wars. So I feel like I've seen, I've watched some attacks. I feel like there's been a little bit more risky, some more risky attacks. Um, We're still kind of limiting the one stars. I know we've only had a few the whole week. So I feel like maybe we're, we're, you know, maybe some of the, um, you know, some of the uh, balance changes that were made are affecting things in the way, in the styles that, you know, our clan likes to attack. Uh, maybe it's base building. Maybe it's just having Carl and, and Hero running two accounts each. I don't know. <laughs> well, I think it does make a difference. I think, uh, especially when it comes to Carl, like he's, you know, a super meticulous attacker, you know, when it comes to some things. And so it's like, you know, it's like having a clone when we go into wars right now. And sometimes it works out, but there's also other times where I've gotten a one star because there's no bases that would work out for me. And I thought I could try and force it, and nope, it didn't work out. Uh, and, and, and let me just say this. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely with you there because you, you're usually hitting pretty early. Uh, and me being on the West Coast, I'm not staying up until like 10 o'clock. I- I'm sorry, old man. As C Note would say, they turn the lights off in the old folks' home. <laughs> so um, I'm going to bed, and uh, and you're hitting early. So I know you're blizzarding. I'm looking for blizzard. And so when I get up, and there's already been two bases tripled by you, I'm like, well, Hero found the blizzard bases. So I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to look at through the scraps here and see if I can find anything that's that's worth hitting. Um, and you know, I think too, there's kind of another side to that because I just started going into Legends League on, you know, one of my other accounts, and I was like, oh, you you can't choose your Legend League bases, but mm-hmm. honestly, I've out of today, I probably hit six times today, and I had five triples and one. Uh, like 68%, I think. And then mm-hmm. yesterday, the day before, which was like the entry point, which, you know, when you just get there, it definitely yeah. is kind of like a, a gimme, you mm-hmm. know? I had a plus 182, so I'm still... You know, I'm on the upper side, I feel like, in our clan. And it, yeah, for sure. You know, there's definitely... I definitely feel it like it there's there's a lot of different bases now that I'm kind of open to hitting rather than the ones I'm looking for in CWL if that makes any sense. Yeah, for sure. Be- I, and I agree with you. You know, I I had never done legends until 3 months ago uh when Magic Wet Dragons or Magic Moist <laughs> he put the word moist in there. Like I, that's a troll in and of itself to just use the word moist and make people say it. Um, but uh, 
So Magic Moist Dragons challenged me in, in Legends. I had never really even tried Legends. And I agree with you. You know, when you stick to a certain type of attack in Legends, you end up hitting bases that you would never hit in CWL with that style of attack. And it forces you to think a little bit differently about how you can use your attack, what kind of value you can get. Um, and there are times when you just look at the base and you go, okay, screw it. I just got to send it. Like, you don't, you know, you got that 30 seconds. You don't have a choice. And there have been many times when I have stared and used up that entire 30 seconds trying to figure out what I'm going to do, uh, no matter what kind of attack I have. Um, and, you know, we've got some other OP attackers, uh, obviously. And let me just say, uh, early shout out to Knob uh, and early shade out to Green, because we had uh, our, our, our last war um, that we uh, that we won. Um the 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 opposing clan only had one attack left and uh e4 came on and ran the numbers and he said you know we got six attacks left all we need is 12 stars they can only get uh you know if we if we get 12 stars that'll put us one star ahead if they triple with their last uh, attack so all we need is everyone left to get two stars and we win this war it's over and uh the very next attack that went in was green, and he got a one star. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, God damn it! I mean, it was a bad luck hit, man. I'll tell you right now, I felt so. I I laughed and I uh, I cried. It was a roller coaster of emotion watching that replay because at first I saw the one star, and I was like, What the f dude? Are you serious? The man just told you all we need is two stars. Just do a two star attack. And then I watched the attack, and I was like, Oh my god, this man was robbed. The, the, Town Hall was down to, like, a pixel of health, and I could not believe that it did not fall. Um, and so I, and then I was like, man, he must have been – if he didn't break his uh, his phone – well, it's probably – I think I've seen a picture of it. I think it, the screen's already broken. But uh, anyway, uh, if he didn't break it even further, throw it into the ocean. You're close enough, Green. Just throw the damn thing in the ocean next time. Um, uh, he, he had to be completely beside himself with that one. But then shout out to Knob. Uh, pulling the weight for the Aussies and getting a triple later in that war to basically get us back to our ratio and let the rest of us scrubs clean up with two stars and and sealed the win for us. Obviously, everybody else did you know what did what they could, and uh, but it's it's really I mean, man, what a roller coaster to have a war like that where you just the numbers are in your favor, it kind of teeters back the other way, you don't know what the other clan's going to do, and then somebody comes in clutch like that. Uh, it's been a really fun week. <laughs> right. Every once in a while, you get to be, you get to be a hero. Um, not, not you. There's only one real H I R O. We're talking about H E R O. Apparently, Earl <laughs> was uh, posting some Nickelback. That's all I'm saying. I know. No, that was not Carl. Carl posted Skillet. It was Magnus. If you want to shade anybody out for posting Nickelback, I mean, Nickelback <laughs> is right up there with feet picks that are not uh, that are not C note. Okay, uh, Nickelback. Magnus posted the Nickelback in the server. Let's be clear. <laughs> okay. Hey, how dare you? Absolutely. Uh, and so, you know, quick update: my mini is over in Wolfpack. Wolfpack is still struggling to put together a solid roster. PK is trying his best. I feel like the boot is coming out at the end of the day today. Whenever this war is over, there's been some people who have missed multiple attacks, and he's. Uh, him and one of the other co-leaders have posted messages that they're sick of it and those people are just going to get booted uh doesn't matter what their status is in the clan so and that's what i've encouraged pk to do 
It doesn't matter who they are. It doesn't matter how long they've been around. If they're light screen and they're in CWL and they haven't said anything about why they might miss attacks. I know right now we have some Canadian players um, that are that are missing out because of uh, a, an internet and cell phone coverage outage in Canada. So things like that are understandable. But you know, people missed attacks on day one that cost us a war. Uh, I didn't. I you know we didn't hear a peep. So. Wolfpack's still struggling to put a, a roster together. It doesn't look like we're going to demote this this month, so it, we might find a little bit of a balance. And uh, you know, I, I got some shade outs for all the freaking people who don't uh, who don't hit their attacks, but uh, that's how things are going over in Wolfpack. How are things going over in Dirty Gemmers? I mean, you guys are on like a thirty-five war win streak or something insane. So <laughs> CWL is going war- amazing. Our Warwind streak is very nice. Uh, our CWL streak, not so much. It... <laughs> oh man! Hey, just so you guys know, this uh, this podcast brought to you by Four Loco and Miller uh, High Life. So you know, hey, okay. we're looking for sponsors. It's it's <laughs> and Cat uh, says, hey, no deleting. She's already she's already saying no deleting. Uh, okay, so let's do some shout outs and shade outs and then we can do uh, and then we can do a short radio Disney. I know we got a couple topics, but uh, one that one that I suggested to you, you haven't been caught all the way up uh, through all the drama in that uh, outside of clash drama topic. So we'll cover yeah. that on another ep- we'll, we'll cover that on another episode. So shout outs. Um, I'll go first. First of all, I said earlier there's a reason using this blizz hydra attack and the reason i'm using it uh is because of this shout out so shout out to ink for beating me in legends last month um i'm gonna i'm gonna use a a a magic moist dragons excuse uh and say literally the second to last day in legends i could not get all my attacks in i had a date night with my wife i did not have i traveled that day i was in an airplane in a car I did not have time to get all my attacks in. We recorded a podcast that day, and I literally said on the pod, that the, the raw audio, I said, I might as well concede now. I'm not going to get all my attacks in. But Ink won fair and square. He was in the lead anyway, and the bet was the loser had to turn sound off for an entire month. So uh, I am not going to be doing hybrid with the sound off because literally, like, that attack, I I feel like I almost require sound for that attack uh, to listen for, you know, uh, defenses triggering and and CC troops coming out and flinger damage and all that stuff that I was doing with hybrid. So with a Blizz Hydra, not so much a sound based attack. Um, it's kind of like get that opener done, funnel, and then get your spell placement right. It doesn't CC yeah, troops get kinda, in, kinda, get out. There you go. CC troops kind of don't matter. So I've been doing that specifically because Ink beat my ass last month in in Legends. So um, <laughs> so uh, so shout out to Ink for that. Also, I know we talked about it earlier in the pod, but uh, shout out to Carl and Kitten for the Patreon content. Obviously, I signed up and I listened to the first episode, and it was classic Carl and Kitten. So I'm happy to uh, to you know bless my ears with that Patreon content. And I look forward to more stuff in the future. Shout outs. I've got obviously Carl and Kitten for the Patreon stuff. And I also want to shout out Nob 
my boy, I think that uh, you're a dirty dog, and I just want to give you some love. <laughs> yeah, he get he he needs he needs it. We can you can tell he needs it. I think so. Um. Okay, man. You want to do you want to do shade outs first? You want me to go first? Okay. So my shade outs are like. Obviously, we talked about my shade out earlier. I had Catfishing Tribe on the docket or whatever. But we talked about that. So my number two shade out is for Pat and Peter. Oh, no. Um, Come on, guys. What have they done? What's the problem? It's not that they've done anything I just expect more from them. <laughs> is this is this about episode twenty nine? Is that what this is about? <laughs> is this I about this something is, else? I think this is about order number sixty nine. <laughs> so, oh my gosh! Uh, <laughs> I just have to do it. Good luck. Order order. Oh. Oh yes, I get it. Okay, no one. Uh, there's only going to be about four people to get this, so we're sorry. We're sorry to everyone else. Uh, you know, we're not one of those podcasts that like to do a hundred percent inside jokes, but uh, we get one every once in a while. We get a mulligan every once in a while. Uh, you got anything else for shade out? No, that. Uh, hopefully people aren't using that hashtag ironically now. Um, so, uh, shade, my shade out, first of all, I'm going to shade out all the wolf pack scrubs that don't attack in war. So, you know what? It ain't the place for you. I hope that, uh, PK gets his boots on. And if he doesn't, I'll put my boots on and take out the trash because you don't deserve to be around. Also super shade out to, uh, Ace's wife, Susie. Um, I mean, Ace is a hardworking man. Ace is a hardworking man, and he deserves whatever the hell he wants. And I don't want to hear him complaining about, you know, the wife putting the foot down about nothing, about nothing. Okay, so super shade to Susie. Um, listen, what what did we say earlier? There, every woman is either bipolar or bisexual. You just got to figure out which bi they are. So, you know. Uh, Ace, we'll leave that to Ace to to answer for everyone. Uh, but yes, Susie's definitely uh, lean in the polar section uh, of of that joke. And uh, and listen, like I said, Hell yeah. Ace Ace is doing it all. And uh, you know, if he wants to kick up, if he wants to piss off his back deck, nobody ought to be yelling at him. No, no one needs to be creeping on Ace on the ring cam, telling him to stop pissing off his back deck. Okay, let him piss off the back deck if he wants. <laughs> uh and other shade i have nissan sucks okay nissan you suck uh my work truck is the yes <laughs> the car the car company my work truck is a nissan and it's so uncomfortable i had to add all the crap to it to make it even drivable okay 
I also it broke down already. The thing only had, you know, less than ten thousand miles on it, and the freaking AC condenser broke. And then this past week, I was in Denver and I got a Nissan uh, Armada, this giant SUV for a rental car, and you know it's a rental car, so it can only be a few years old. And you know how cars are. Model years carry over. The cars look the same. I don't know what year this car is, but it can only be a couple years old. And this freaking infotainment screen in this Nissan looked like it was out of like a, a 19 or not even a, a 2003 Ford or something. Uh, it looked awful. I couldn't even connect my phone to the Bluetooth. It kept saying <laughs> search for my car on Bluetooth. I was looking for it. Couldn't connect my phone to Bluetooth. And it drove like complete crap. Um, so... Shade out to Nissan because you suck. And you know what? I like the way the new Z looks, but I'm very skeptical just because it's a freaking Nissan. Just because it's a Nissan. I would, I might buy one. I think Carl, Carl, super Nissan Z, that might be right up Carl's alley too. But I'm telling you right now, I'm skeptical. I'm skeptical of the, of the Z just because it's a freaking Nissan. That's all I got to say. Hey guys, we had to cut out the rest of this episode because... I uh, got a couple phone calls and it really jacked up my audio throughout the rest of the episode. But let's be honest, there wasn't much left. I was just pretty much babbling. Uh, anyways, come join our Patreon. I'll leave the link in the description and also our Discord. Deuces.